Looking to advertise on this podcast? Email today at financialwarrioroutlook.com. Again, financialwarrioroutlook.com. Good morning. It's a little after 11 a.m. here in the Shy. And as promised, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, credit wellness, how to start to get your credit better, the first steps, because we all know that credit is something that is a precursor to how wealthy you're going to be in life, whether or not you're going to be able to buy a home, whether or not you're going to be able to buy a car. So first things first, if you have any issues on your credit, it is very important that you consider the value of credit repair. Yeah, you could send letters on your own. Yeah, you could dispute it on your own. But let's face it, how many of us really have the time to do this? We don't. We do not have the time. So while you're at work and and doing your nine to five, you're paying someone to work on your credit. Always keep that in mind. Next thing, when you get stuff in the mail, junk mail, what you think is junk mail, definitely open your envelopes. Do not throw away any sort of mail that comes into your house without opening the envelope. And the reason why that is, is because there's a lot of things that you could catch prior to they get to collections. You could get a bill from uh, you know, your utility provider and they're trying to make arrangements with you and you throw it out. Uh, definitely open that stuff and review it because it may mean that uh, you could stop this blemish from hitting your credit report. The other thing that you need to do is if you have any sort of medical debt, at least stay in communication with the, uh, the, the medical provider, especially if you know you owe it. If it's something that you don't completely understand, you need to reach out to them because medical collections pop up through a lack of response. There are people that have medical collections that they're in a payment plan for five years and they never report it to the credit bureau because they're making payments over a five-year period. It might be $10 a month, but as long as you're making an effort, they cannot report to the credit bureau. And then if a, a medical collection does hit your credit report, depending on the size, most lenders don't necessarily consider that a blemish because a lot of people do have medical collections. So that's one place to start. Another thing is, make sure that you pull your credit first. Don't go and apply for a vehicle and have them tell you, hey, by the way, you don't qualify because your credit is poor. That's embarrassing. Uh, and, And all embarrassment aside, you should know your financial situation. You shouldn't let anyone else tell you your financial situation. That's like having somebody tell you how much you weigh and you haven't even stepped on their scale. So you go to them to find out how much you weigh. No, buy a scale in your house. Same way with your credit. Make sure you keep a monitor of your credit, at least on a monthly basis. If you have to download Credit Karma, Credit Karma is a wonderful app. Now, I must say, Credit Karma, the score is definitely not what you would consider accurate, but the information on the credit report is accurate. If there's something out there that is in error, make sure that you know you stay on top of that. If there's a phone number, call those folks and say, hey, I don't know who you guys are. You have to show me proof that, that I owe you. And a lot of times these companies don't have that proof. Another thing you want to do is make sure that if there are any addresses that never belong to you, get those removed from your credit. 
because even though you know credit usually is driven by social and things like that sometimes creditors may relate debt to you based on your address so let's say there was a John Brown that lived in Arizona and you're a John Brown that lives in Chicago but somehow this guy's stuff is showing up on your credit report you know it could happen because you're not paying attention to these addresses and it also could give you an idea of fraud happening on your account if you see an address where you know someone is saying that they're you and they live on a street that you've never lived on that's something to investigate so just stay informed about your credit if there's anything else you want me to cover and we're going to come back after a break but if there's anything you want me to cover meanwhile just call in shoot me a message and let me know if you have questions i'll try to answer them talk to you soon So I'm back and wanted to talk a little bit about like generational wisdom, wealth, what we need to tell our kids, things we need to be doing with our kids right now to ensure their financial future. First things first, you need to definitely open up an account in your kid's name and start putting money in there every paycheck and don't touch it. Just leave it in there, put their name on it so in the event something happens to you, they have access to those funds. and. A lot of banks are offering, you know, child savings, child uh, accounts, or sometimes they call them thrift savings or Christmas club accounts. Uh, there's a bank near me that allows you to open up an account in your kid's name and it teaches them how to save. So you can start it with a dollar if you want. So every time they get allowance or whatever, Christmas money, birthday money, they can go in there and deposit it. And in addition, to that they have all sorts of activities for the kids they get all kind of perks for being an account holder and it teaches them responsible uh, financing um, a lot of times people grow up and they don't know how to balance a checkbook they don't know how to uh, you know use credit cards wisely so start early so that your kids know the financial impact of their actions do that today and doesn't you know they could be two you could start that account today and just put it away for them and once they get old enough to understand what it is they can watch it build and grow from there uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is significant others so if you're in a relationship whether it be boyfriend girlfriend husband wife whatever wife wife husband husband whatever it is you need to make sure that you all are equally yoked financially. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't give somebody a chance because their credit is jacked or whatever, but I think that if you are looking at a long-term relationship, you have to make your financial readiness rather a joint goal. You can't have excellent credit and then your significant other is about to file bankruptcy like no you all need to pool your resources and make it so that both people are in an advantageous position make sure that you make your partner a financial equal 